Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I am your host, Nathan, also known as Nadie. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TV is my good, good friend, Katie. How are you? I appreciate that. It's finally waiting for, you know, best friend Katie to come. You know, I'm just going to keep trying to creep up every episode, just more and more accolades. Anyways, speaking of accolades, how about the Oscars? Moving on. We are talking about Star Wars, and we've talked about Episode 1. We've talked about Episode 2. And, of course, now we're going to talk about not Episode 3. Not yet, anyway. We're talking about the animated series Clone Wars, also known as Star Wars Clone Wars. But before it was a series, they did a little movie, which was over a little over an hour long. And Katie actually watched the entire thing. Katie, please tell us, short but sweet, your synopsis of Clone Wars, the movie. Clone Wars, the movie. Uh, it's a cartoon, which I already was not excited about, but that's my opinion and not the synopsis. The synopsis is in its completely briefness. It's just highlighting the conflict between the Republic and the Separatists. The end. <laughs> I mean, you don't learn anything major about the Star Wars universe other than just a reminder that like there's an ongoing war. It's not just one battle. It's like a full-blown clone war like over a long period of time, lots of different scenarios. So the TV show is going to be a lot of little tiny things, but the movie, since Nathan didn't watch the whole thing, it's one star, small little storyline that um, the big important thing to know here is uh, the character Ashoka, which is the Padawan or like the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker. So he gets a young Padawan. He's kind of like annoyed, like, oh, I don't want to have to have a, a person that I'm teaching. And so she shows up and she's kind of like, just like you'd expect, she makes some decisions that she shouldn't have, like, listened to the, you know, she was supposed to listen to him, but she didn't. But then it ends up working out. So he's glad she didn't listen to him. And that continues throughout even the TV series. So their whole mission is basically Job of the Hut gets his little baby stolen it's like this little disgusting worm thing it's like but it's cute but then they make fun of it the whole time and it gets stolen by count dooku who's our main bad guy with the hopes of blaming the jedi and the republic for the stealing so he like the jedi get called in to help find the baby but then count dooku is trying to make it look like they were stole the baby and why does all this matter because Jabba the Hutt controls the trade routes. So it's sort of like the Separatists and the Republic both want Jabba on their side uh, because that's going to be essential to the war. In the end, spoiler alert, um, they do return the baby to Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt has like a uncle who is also super shady and he shows up later. He looks just like Jabba the Hutt, except he can actually speak English so we can hear him, not through a translator. And he gets put in prison and I think the only other thing of note, synopsis-wise, is we are introduced to Count Dooku's, I guess, his apprentice, which her name is, I'm going to look it up. 
her name is something. Asaj Ventress. That was a really good synopsis because, like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing because I actually found a list of the essential episodes of Star Wars Clone Wars. And on the very top of it, it said that the movie itself, you could watch until the big battle on this bridge ends, which is literally 24 minutes into this over an hour long movie. And so I read the synopsis of the movie itself already. And so I didn't feel the need to watch it. So I apologize for that. So moving on from the movie to the TV show, like I said, uh, Katie and I are using a list of essential episodes only. So we are not watching the entire seasons. Um, So season one kind of starts right. I would think right after the movie. And so I'm going to allow, again, I'm going to allow Katie to do a brief synopsis. If she wants to try to do seasons one and two at the same time, or take, you know, a little breather in between. That's up to her. So, Katie, go ahead, give a brief synopsis of the first two, possibly, seasons of Star Wars Clone Wars. Well, I I mean, honestly, it's really hard because every every show seems, every episode seems pretty, like, it's its own little storyline. That's not completely related. In fact, in, uh, I watched a lot of season one and season one just it's almost like every episode is like a new Jedi in their thing um, or like highlighting maybe one of the clones or some of the clones. Like I know one of the episodes rookies is about kind of show, trying to show the different even though they're all clones, they're all still their own thing, their own person. Um, but yeah, I mean, best biggest things of note are we're still, it's just all in the midst of the Clone Wars, which is why it's called Clone Wars. Um, we do re- meet Newt Gunray again. Um, we see some the senators. We have um, the s- senators kind of get held hostage at one point from some bounty hunters. I don't know. I feel like to me, the best way to summarize it is just the characters we're introduced to. So we're introduced to Captain of the clones. I can't remember his name. Maybe Rex, I think. Uh, we're introduced again to that girl Ventress, who's the bad guy. Um, and we're introduced to, let me, I'm looking up his name, Grievous, who's like a robot-y, creepy scorpion thing that's also maybe formerly a Jedi? I'm not quite sure. Um, that's all I got for a summary. So I know before I complained about them giving a lot of background information about characters. But what I like about this show is that they give a lot of background information of some of the characters. Case in point, Obi-Wan Kenobi. There is a whole couple episodes, two or three episodes, that you are introduced to this female character who her and Obi-Wan kind of had a thing back in the day before he really dove deep into the Jedi Order. Kind of like Anakin with Padme a little bit. And, um, you know, they flirt with each other. So I, th- I thought that was kind of cool to give Obi-Wan more of a of a deep background story or backstory, if you will. It was cool to see Grievous because he does play a bigger role in Revenge of the Sith. So we were introduced to that character in this cartoon show, really. And uh, he plays he plays a big part. It was kind of cool to see 
how when you first meet him, he's like really clean, like his armor, he has like all this weird armor and his armor is really clean. And then he gets into this battle and it gets messed up. And it's cool because of how they connected the cartoon. And then they, they translate that into the movie. So you get to see in the live action movie, his beat up armor. And so now you kind of know why he has that beat up armor. That's one of those things that you don't really need to know, but it's kind of cool that they have those little details. Oh, and, see, I didn't even know that that was a, I just thought that was from the cartoon. See, I'm, I haven't watched all these. I didn't know that shows up in the live action. Yeah. So that's why it helps to have watched them before Katie. Explain ever why he has that horrible cough. I think he actually He's always coughing all the time. Well, he didn't have it as bad before he had the big battle or whatever, but I think because something happened with his armor, it gets worse. And so, yeah, I always wondered why he had that, why they chose that for that character in the live action movie. So again, it's like one of those little small details that you kind of appreciate because it kind of explains why he's kind of annoying sounding in the live action. <laughs> so now it gives it a reason. Um, I, I actually liked watching the essential episodes because they really did. I think the essential episodes, which is why they're probably called the essential episodes. Um, I like how they, they all kind of connect with each other. And yeah. And, and you were telling me, so before we started watching, you were complaining. One of your complaints was that in the TV shows, there's like a, you said something like that you couldn't skip the review thing in the beginning. Which it looks like you can. On Disney well, you Plus, can skip. Anyways, you can skip like the opening, like theme song, but you can't uh-huh. skip the the synopsis or the recap by the narrator. Uh, well, see, but here's the thing: I found myself because we're not watching every episode. I found myself feel, feeling like that was worth watching. In fact, if anything, it was great to even the episodes that I had watched it was nice to have it a whole 30 minute episode summarized in like 30 seconds. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. Like you're pulling out the main points that I was supposed to remember. Um, so I felt like that was honestly helpful. So I really liked having that at the beginning. I also really liked having a quote that they put a quote at the beginning of every episode, just like a, it's not, there's no like reference to who the quotes from. So I don't know if that's copyright or if they're just making all the quotes up, but I kind of liked it because it's like a teaser into like my, have something to do like if it says something like always trust your instincts then like at some point in the episode that one of them's gonna have to trust their instincts so I, I liked that i think it's a pretty solid tv show i mean nathan what are your thoughts i don't want to keep going on too long but uh, in regard kept me wanting to watch more oh anna wants to anna have you been yes I, I was actually about to share my thoughts. Yes, I, I was actually thinking that too. Um, yeah, she makes a really good point. I actually did like this show. I found myself really invested in the storylines. And, you know, the fact that it's a cartoon is, I think it's cool. I know we've we've already talked about how the Star Wars universe has a lot of cartoon shows, which I'm kind of okay with. And like you said, this was actually a pretty decent TV show. I think the voiceover actors are really good. They sound almost like I, I, I think you you mentioned off well, before we started recording. You mentioned that Qui Gon Jinn. I think spoiler alert um, is voiced by Liam Neeson, 
And I think that's one of the only original actors who returned to. Yeah, that's a yeah, mommy, daddy. How did you know? How, don't spoil. No, you're him. right. He's your father, Luke. I am your father. Here's the thing, Nathan. I'm not a really big cartoon watcher in this stage of my life, and I feel like it was confusing. It's it is a cartoon, which make it's kind of like we assume cartoons are for kids, but there was a few times where I believe there was not explicit, but there was a few like curse words, like the H word maybe or the D word, like. And then it's still a little violent. Obviously, there's not bloody gore. It's not like a super really dark cartoon. But it, there's still like a lot of killing and stabbing. Like there's several scenes where a lightsaber like stabs someone through the heart. Um, they, and then you like watch their body become lifeless. It's just one of those weird things where like if I'm a parent, like is this how much of this is like what a kid can watch? And I don't know what the rating is on it, but uh, I didn't like that. And my other big critique, Dathan, is... I just, the fight scenes, if it's a cartoon, I don't really care about fight scenes. Like, to me, a fight scene needs to be live action or I'm not going to care. So, like, I found myself fast forwarding through. Well, I guess I did that with Marvel, too. And these fight scenes, I'm just like, this is not developing the plot any. And I just, like, fast forward. Well, I'm the complete opposite of you. I watched every single thing. I did not skip anything. And like I said, I was invested in the fight scenes. I I still think it, whether it's a cartoon or live action, I still think lightsaber fights are cool. I still think any type of battle is cool. Um, I, going back to what the rating is, I think it's a TV fourteen. Mm, okay. Uh, and I think these cartoons were originally shown on like I don't want to I don't think it was Adult Swim, but it was on some type of Cartoon Network that it was kind of for teens okay so this is not kind of like that that makes sense what what should teens be watching and listening to but it's (laughs) different than little kids um yeah this cartoon was not made for little kids like i i think i mentioned before before we start watching these that they're not the most like hey this is a star wars cartoon it's it's definitely story driven character driven which is why i think i probably like it too and before we get any angry emails from Star Wars fans, I have to I have to correct your uh, pronunciation of one of the characters. Her name is Ahsoka, not Ashuka, not Ashoka. Ashoka. Ahsoka. Ashoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Like a Asuka. like a squirt Soka. Ahsoka. Like a super Soka. Okay. Uh, is she gonna have any like love interest? I feel like there's some like a little bit tension sometimes between her her and um, Anakin but then then again I just finished watching some episodes today where you're just watching cartoons make out like watching Anakin and Padme make out with each other and that was weird I forgot they were married they like mentioned that in one of the episodes he's like hey you're my wife it's like oh yeah I forgot I'm pretty sure Ahsoka and Anakin don't have a thing because I think she's supposed to be well, I, I say that, but then Anakin was like six and Padme was yeah, like that would be inappropriate, 15, really. 15, 17. So anything's possible in the Star Wars yeah, universe. That's Ooh. true. Would be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. I mean, it would be an inappropriate relationship, though, because he's her superior. So, I mean, that's like super inappropriate. Coming to fight scenes, 
I did really like the fight scene of Grievous with all he's got like, I guess I hadn't seen the live action. So maybe it's this way in the movies too, but he's got like all these arms. So therefore he's got like all these lightsabers. So they're battling this like six lightsabered guy. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. in the live action movies when Grievous fights with them, I think that's probably one of the few cool parts of revenge of the Sith, not to get ahead of too much. Yeah. What I didn't like about it. I don't know. I, I don't think there really was anything I didn't like about it. I think this, all the episodes that we watched were pretty interesting. I think they furthered the storyline. I see. Yeah. I, I would be curious then if you would have a different opinion, if you had watched all of these, because, you know, I think about that now looking back to Marvel, like, would we have cheated a little bit? Had we had a guide like this for, you know, say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., would we have maybe skipped out on some of the episodes that we didn't need to watch? Um, so maybe you would give it a lower rating if you had to watch all the not. I mean, you only watched the exciting episodes, which was less than half of them. Well, I know at one point I did try to watch the Clone Wars from the beginning, and I did watch every single episode. I think I had gotten mid third season even and they're not long episodes but like i could see how the ones that i watched that i didn't watch this time would basically be considered fillers Mm -hmm. there's no real need but i know there are episodes that are dedicated just to padme episodes dedicated just to jar jar binks episodes dedicated to mace windu and other jedi people who yes they're important characters but I think the episodes that we watched in the essential list, those are the ones that tied together the most. And a lot mm. of them arc that crossed over. So you're not really missing anything. Will I go back one day and watch the rest of the episodes? Maybe. But I think with this journey, I think I'm going to stick with just watching the essential episodes. And I know either season three or season four, some big stuff happens. Some big, it can, it could be even season five too. I don't know. One of those three seasons, something big happens that a lot of Star Wars fans were really excited about, and so I'm not oh. going to say anything yet. Oh, so, oh, no, I'm excited. I'm intrigued. This is season. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, Joseph, is that Joseph Macaron? Is he upset that the episode's almost over today, uh, or is he upset that you have that we're still talking? I don't know. Hold on. Holding. Please hold. Uh, I do believe season three, four, five are next, but I will have to go back and reference my um, my timeline. But what, is, what actually is cool about at least season seven is that there is a way to watch season seven of Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith basically at the exact same time. Wait, okay, I'm not ready for that. That's complicated. But like you were saying, season one and two, we've already watched the essential episodes. And I'll go ahead and I'll share the Digital Spy uh, website, and I'll also share a picture of the essential episodes of The Clone Wars. So if you want to follow along with us, you can do that. So we will be watching the essential episodes. I think we probably could do this. 
the essential episodes of season three, season four, and I think we could do this, Katie, season five. I think we oh, can ready knock for all it. that out. It's got the weekend coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And so uh, I also have a spring break coming up soon, so we're going to try to aim to record a couple episodes together so we can have some episodes ready to drop. So anyway, that was fun. I, I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm digging the show. So let's, um, yeah. let's end it with, I don't know, Wait, was I, there something that was said or mm-hmm, stuck out mm-hmm. to you during, you know, this cartoon? I've got the perfect quote to end. It's not, it's not the clones. It's the droids, the drone, the drones, the droids. And they say it all, all the time. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.